the sound is? Fire. Nope. It uh-huh. means that. Fire. Episode 10, baby. Double digits. Double digits, finally. Wow. And we hit that 500 download Ooh, mark this yeah, week. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate yes. you so much. Yes. Thank you. Um, We love the feedback, by the way. I'm oh. loving, loving like all capital letters yeah loving yeah. the feedback um i think as as we had set out to do i think that we are changing um educating and changing the mindsets yes um i mean there's at least i always thought if we were able to reach just one person Mm-hmm. Right. If we were able to change the mindset of just one person, I think it would make a difference. You know what yes. I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. And I think that I can count at least a handful where they've literally said, "Listen, I've 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 changed. Mm-hmm. I've made a change." And in some cases, even just said, "Hey, you know, I didn't realize what I was doing." You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um. So, thank you for providing the you know the information and, and, and things like that. So, man, do you know what that? I, well, I know what it feels like, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I have the same feeling. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing feeling to know that you're just that you're making that that change like that. It is, yeah, yeah. Um. um but yeah, so it's it's good. Uh, starting this pod, fresh off. Well, by the time that you hear it, you'll you know you'll already know. But and you'll even know the outcome of mm, the Elite Eight. Elite Eight. Wow. Peacocks going. Oh, peacocks. <laughs> we, we, just, down the field. <laughs> uh, we just witnessed the peacocks of St. Peter's mm. pull it off again. Yes, they did. That that's an amazing. Uh, Shaheen Holloway is doing an amazing job there. Yes. Um, and this is the Purdue game. We haven't, we don't know the winner of the NC and um, UCLA game. But. Yeah. So yeah, Peacocks uh, over Purdue. That yeah, was he's a, doing that a was great, a great one. Doing great, doing great I love with it. those kids. I love it. Jersey stand up. Mm. I, I'm sitting right now, but I'll stand up. I'll <laughs> we'll stand st- up after. Yeah, we'll stand up later. <laughs> <laughs> My legs are a little tired. <laughs> we were strutting around like peacocks yeah, in the, the lab. We were hyped for them. That was that was dope. That was oh, dope. Oh man! Um, so check this out. Um, we wanted to do something a little, little different today. Um, I think that uh, a lot of the questions that we got and a lot of the feedback that we got. There was just some understanding that, hey, you know, maybe um, parents, players were just kind of unsure about how they were going about things. Mm -hmm. And maybe we can give them a little bit of guidance, just A through Z, right? All right, maybe the not whole, through, the whole alphabet. Not through Z. <laughs> maybe we'll go A through. Come on, bro. My name G. starts with Z. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today we wanted to talk about um, the ultimate guide to youth development. Mm. All right. Um, and there's so many different ways that we could take it. So one of the things that I, I thought that we could do would be um, to give a perspective of what we think might change the game uh what we think let's do it this way what would we do if we were putting somebody 
uh, through the journey today, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what changes would we make based on what we're seeing? Uh, what are the things that we would advise? What are the things that we could help uh, um, parents steer towards uh, some of those things? So yeah. from the very beginning, right? Let's say we've got a first grader. He's or she is ready to ball. They're they're so ready to go. They're excited. They like the game. What should we do? Well, first, contact us. <laughs> um, no, so the big thing at that age is you obviously need to get the motor skills working, the coordination, um, you know, understanding how, you know, just kind of get your your feet under you and mm-hmm. understand how your body works yeah. and operates. Um, so th- that's where, you know, I think we play a big role. Um, I kind of told this to people in the past is when you kind of look at skill enhancement training, it's almost like looking at a, a, a bicycle with training wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're basically the training wheels. Yeah. Um, we're kind of under letting them, you know, get their, get their flow, let them ride the bike. Um, and eventually what we, what we want to be able to do and with all our players is we want our players to basically graduate from the skill, from the checklist. That's our goal. Yeah. Um, because once they are, once they go through the checklist and they're so skilled, you can take those training wheels off and then you can just ride the bike, you mm-hmm. know, freely. Mm-hmm. Um, so first grade, definitely get all that, the co- the coordination, the motor skills, you know, working, um, getting them skilled. Um, but also, you know, with that, you can start to plant seeds um, as, definitely. In, as definitely. in shooting, uh, as in hand placement, um, mm-hmm. where their hands should be, not, you know, where they are right now because their hands are going to obviously grow. Yep. Um, so, you know, that's why we have a good, you know, accountability basketball for that, uh, a good shooting ball. Um, that's, I mean, that right there, just from you're looking at just the individual, definitely that. Now, if you're looking on the outside of it, um, get them to not play so much organized and try to be, and I know it's hard at that age, um, but I know you know, what, what I kind of went through is a more of a, um, organized three on three. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't that young, but I, I, I do know that they host them out now. Um, but that's where you can kind of get some of the game feel, but you're also doing it more individually because it's three on three. Um, there is a ref, you know, but again, they're letting you kind of get away with stuff and yeah. Um, you know, traveling, carrying it, whatever. Um, but I like the three on three aspect because it's not a full court five on five environment where, you know, parents can get involved and all this other stuff. Yeah. I like, I like that. Um, I, I might even go a step further and say, keep them away from playing. Well, I like I like the mini games part. Yeah, yeah. I like the the three three on three. I like those. Um, I would say keep them away from organized games. Yes. Um, and teams. And, 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 yeah, and I and I think there's a I, I think people need to understand the thought process behind that. The biggest thing that I think would help them 
is it allows them to 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 fall in love with the game. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we have we have some young kids in here, and the thing that I like about it is that we're able to bring joy to the process, right? Which I don't know that they'd be able to find in the game, yeah. right? So when they come in, especially the young age, and, I, and I'm I'm really really particular about this, like just making sure that they're just smiles and smiles and smiles, right? Mm-hmm. I'll even like poke fun at them, you know, while they're while they're doing something. You know what I mean? They're doing one of the drills and it's like, ah, you lost the ball. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yep. just make it fun because the number of kids that come in here and then leave and their parents say, man, they had they had such a great time. Mm-hmm. They can't wait to come back. That part right there, <laughs> and that's not that's not you know um, that's not patting ourselves on the back, but it's meeting the goal that that we want. Right? We want them to to love the game so much that they just want to go back to it. Yeah. Right. And I think putting them in an organi- organized situation, one, it becomes very. Um, there's two things. Well, there's a couple of things that happen. One, they're either going to be left out, yep. right? Because um, player A and player B share most of the ball all the time because they're just naturally gifted at that at whatever age that is. Mm-hmm. So the kids that don't have the ball so much are just kind of standing around and they're like, uh, this is not fun. Yeah. yeah. Just like when you go and play and I don't mean to offend any baseball players out there, but when you're out in the outfield at such a young age, like yeah. why are you just standing there? Yeah. Like, why am I standing here? <laughs> Type thing. But that's I think that age, I would, you know, from the first grade to the third grade, that's where we really get to shape them as kids who love the game, mm-hmm. right? Let them love it. Yeah. Not even just like it. Let them love it. You know it's crazy. Um, with that, with an organized game, right? It also can bring in a an intimidation factor. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're playing a five on five game in a very secluded, closed off, very tiny gym, and that gym is packed full of parents, which is crazy because I've seen it before at a first grade, at yelling, second grade, yelling and screaming, just yelling and screaming nonsense. And those kids that don't have the ball in their hands, and maybe this is their first time, like. The, those yells are going to echo off the wall. They're going to be in like just mm-hmm. sh- a state of shock. Yeah. You know, and that can be very scary um, for that, for that age. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, you know, me saying a three on three, not, not indoor. I, I like it outdoor. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's, you know, cause you're kind of free outside. You just feel free. You yeah. know, nothing's bouncing off the walls, you know, voices are bouncing off the walls and coming back to you. But that's a big one, intimidation. Yeah, um, no, I'd agree know. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reason, uh, the reason that we say three on three is that one, it kind of gives them that freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, obviously, there's rules that we want them to follow, but there's no rules that that don't need to be there. Like, so if you think about the organized games, right? Most of the time, 
they're going to set in a zone, yeah. right? <laughs> they're not going to be allowed to play man. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be allowed to play beyond the three-point line. They're not going to be able to run fast breaks. They're not, you know, there's just so many restrictions yeah. that it's it it kind of bottles up their freedom. Yeah. Well, and it's, yeah, I know it's weird to say in five on five game, but it's also easy to hide. A hundred percent. You know, a hundred percent. It's easy to hide, even though there's t- only 10 people out there. It's with three on three, you can't really hide. No. <laughs> you know nope. what I'm saying? Nope. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. So that I think that that's very important. Um, so you know, if we're if we're going off of what what we would do um, for kids or how mm-hmm. we would kind of bring them up through this journey, we'd start with the young ones about making it fun, about making them yeah. love the game, mm-hmm. um, trying to keep them away from uh, the, the organized games, and I. I I'll even go a step further if I were see, I kind of I don't I kind of don't even want to say it because mm. I've been wanting to do it for years but uh, is this year your year? Maybe maybe. <laughs> um I just want like a recreation department or something that just kind of nixes the whole organized thing. Yeah. And, and goes that route of just either keeping the, the small-sided games, 3v3s, no 5v5s, or just makes it very, very fun and not boring. Yeah. Like, I would, I, I would, and this is not a knock or, again, another pat on the back, but I would hire us. <laughs> Who wouldn't? I promise this is not a salesy uh, <laughs> pitch. I promise. I have my credit card out. <laughs> I would hire us. And here's why. Not for your kid's birthday party, though. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. Party Perfect Rentals. Go to Mike Bain. Party Perfect Rentals. Mm. Mike, we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so I I would hire us because here's the thing that you're gonna get. You're gonna get two people that just love the fun of it, are very detailed in teaching, but not stripping the freedom. Yeah. Right? There's things that and and you've said it multiple times. Like it's not about doing the, the the it's not about making sure that they're staying within the rules at that young age, mm-hmm. right? So that we yeah they're gonna travel whatever they're gonna carry the ball. Like those are the things that we kind of have to let them get away with. Yeah. If the bigger picture is the footwork behind that, right? Yeah. Footwork is one of the, the toughest things to teach to the older kids, Yeah. right? So if we can get them to get that early, the rest of it is going to be yeah. much easier to teach. Well, when you think about basketball, basketball is really the only sport that has rhythm to it, Yes. right? So because you're running and dribbling and you have to understand, and not a lot of people, a lot of people get it naturally, but I wouldn't even say a lot of people do it. Um, for instance, dribble step timing, mm-hmm. right? So there, there is a, 
um, a rhythm to dribbling the ball. Mm-hmm. If you're dribbling left hand, let's say, I mean, there are times to dribble on your outside foot, but those are more of like stops. Um, but it, let's say if I'm just going up the court, I'm running, jogging, walking. If I'm dribbling left hand, I want the ball to be down on my right foot. Mm-hmm. This way, your walk is not interrupted by the ball. So when the ball comes up after it hits the floor, my left foot, there's nothing there. It's free to take a step and then so on. So my left ball goes down, my right foot goes down, then my left foot can go. So basketball is really the only sport that has natural rhythmic rhythmic. I like that. Sounds Um, good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, but, um, but that's the thing that, you know, I don't think a lot of people understand or they know. And Mm-mm. like you said, like we, we, we're so detailed even just to that point that, wow, you know, you take a look at it, you know, there is, there is rhythm within mm-hmm. this game. You know, mm-hmm. that's why people always say, you know, play the game like jazz or, or like it's smooth jazz out there. Um, yeah. Because, you know, that's, that's just how it is. Um, and, um, that's that's where we, those young kids they're gonna get at just a young level. So now, you know, they're finding pace, they're finding the rhythm, they're understanding the footwork, and they're understanding different dribble techniques. I mean, you're not gonna really, you're not gonna really find that anywhere else. Every everywhere else, I mean, I'm not trying to put anything down, but you're just gonna get a sweat, and you don't. I mean, it's good to sweat with the basketball, but yeah. I mean, there's a bonus out of it, but again, when you're when you're just running and dribbling all over and crazy, there's there's a way that you can kind of control it. It's mm-hmm. not so structured, but you're putting you you're putting on those training wheels. You know, yeah. you're keeping it in that fine lane. Um, you know, you can go off off the path or off the lane for a quick second, but you want to try to stay in this in yeah. this bike lane or in this lane. Yep, yep. The biggest the big, I think the biggest understanding of like the biggest thing that people should understand is that rhythm that you're talking about, it controls so many different things. Some of it is just natural that kids have picked up over time and they don't even realize it. Yeah. Right. That's the biggest thing that they they've built these, these rhythms into the game that we would probably, well, we would say they're correct, Mm -hmm. but they don't realize they're doing them. And I think they don't, I don't think I know they don't understand why they're doing them right right mm-hmm. for for the most part they've just done them because it looks right or it feels good mm-hmm. but naturally they'll try to get back to that rhythm right so one of the main things that i'll always bring up to people is if you ever see um a kid kind of like on a fast break they've got that dribble watch it next time you're watching youth basketball because i'm i almost guarantee it happens couple times during the game so they'll dribble on that fast break and like we said they'll have that dribble step timing down Mm -hmm. right but once that dribble step timing is off right so now you've got that dribble on that outside foot what do they typically do to get to the basket or make sure that they can take off on the quote-unquote correct foot they'll stutter their feet real quick to try to get that timing back Mm -hmm. they don't know what they're doing right like it never it never clicks to what why that is right parents would never recognize it if it wasn't pointed out Mm -hmm. coaches many coaches not recognize it if it wasn't pointed out but that simple stutter or quick 
pity pat of those feet to get back to that dribble timing is exactly why it makes it better just to understand some of that. And the things that you can play out of are, you know, do to play out of just understanding that Mm -hmm. are just unlimited. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing when you stutter your feet, right? So like I can look at the coach's side, like, oh, he's slowing down to make the layup, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But also in the game, you're slowing down and you're letting the defender or defense catch back up, mm-hmm. right? So I'll never forget, um, I, I can't remember what year, but Reggie Miller um, played for the Indiana Pacers. Um, there was They were playing the Detroit Pistons, and Reggie had a wide open layup, and this had to have been... 2000 I would say 2004 I think when they won when the Pistons won the championship I'm from Michigan so I that, I love that was my favorite team the 2004 Pistons um <laughs> but um Tayshaun Prince came from half court and Reggie Miller was at the three-point line and he blocked uh the layup off of the backboard but the reason why Tayshaun caught up was because Reggie had time to stutter his feet to jump off the quote-unquote correct foot. He was making a right-hand layup, so instead of jumping off the right foot to quickly get up, he stuttered, which slowed him down, which made Tayshon keep going, jumped off the correct foot, quote-unquote, um, and Tayshon timed it perfectly and blocked it, mm-hmm. and that sealed the win for the Pistons. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's it's the little things like that that, you know, that we can bring to the to the young, you know, to the first graders, to the third graders, and even to the high schoolers and college and beyond, um, you know, to to help them um, mm-hmm. understand what you know how this makes this impacts you as you're playing, um, and then obviously how this affects you. Um, I remember you know being around Micah and Bryce, and they were talking about um, when they were training Victor Oladipo, and obviously you know Victor Oladipo being an NBA guy. Um, his dribble step, his dribble step timing was was terrible. It was off, but he didn't know that. So when they showed it to him, he was actually getting to more options when he started to play because his his rhythm was in in, in mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. Um, he was cha- he was changing directions a lot quicker. He was stopping on a dime. He was um, continuing, you know, to to jump off the first step and getting off the the ball quicker, getting to a spot on the floor a lot quicker. Um, even just that little skill, that little detail right there. I mean, it makes a huge difference because it yeah. sets up other. It opens up a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. So, yeah. So yep. let let's let's see this. So all right, we've covered that first grade. I probably even would expand that to maybe second, third debatable on whether or not you even expand that that same thought process to fourth grade right? right where would you place AU like where obviously the as a parent like that's the first thought that comes to their mind like yeah. I need to get involved in AU I need to get involved in AU mm-hmm. where does that come into the equation I mean so before we started all this, I I didn't like how AAU was a factor in the middle school. Um, but then, you know, kind of being around more and obviously everything is going on social media, you have to get your name out there somehow, mm-hmm. right? So you mm-hmm. have to market yourself. We talk about that all the time in, our, in person and other episodes. Um, 
the big thing, I mean, with with AAU, if you're gonna do it, stay on one team. <laughs> um, e- even, I mean, just just playing on an organized team. I don't, I don't understand the thought process going behind having your kid play on multiple teams. I don't see the benefit of it. I, I don't looking. I mean, even though I'm a trainer, you're. I mean, you're taking a lot of individual time away and you're putting, I understand you're playing a lot of games, but you're also wasting a lot of time, in my opinion, on practices when you go to these practices and you see kids are a lot of standing around, you're running sprints, you're, sh- you're shooting, you're, you're doing some drills, but most of the time you're doing a lot of plays. So that's where the standing around comes from. Yeah. Um, but but when it comes to AU, I mean the middle school. Wait, let's hold hold on one second. Stay stay right there for a second. Let's let's talk about that for a second. So, from a parent's mindset, mm-hmm. and the parents out there would have to tell me if the mindset is correct. And I'm 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 about ninety five percent sure that it is. Mm. So the mindset when you ask. Why are kids playing on multiple teams? Uh, why are they playing a lot of games? I would say that the common parent's mindset is I need them to get better and stay on track with all the other kids. And the gameplay allows them to get that experience that would allow that. Mm. So the more games that they play, the more experienced that they become, and then the better player they become. Yeah. That is the mindset that I I think, I believe, and some conversations have confirmed it, but I don't want to speak for every parent out there. Yeah, yeah. So if, if that's the mindset, you guys have to kind of listen to this and understand that mindset all right and let's see if we can work around that mm-hmm. okay so we've said it multiple times you know don't play on on multiple teams stay away from playing so many games um what makes why would we say that why do why why multiple games is not a good thing why multiple teams is not a good thing um, why all of these games throughout the year is not a good thing. Well, you're putting a lot of mileage on your body at an early age. And I get it. Like, you know, you're, you're young. You can, you, your body should be able to hold up through it. You're not, you know, 37 years old playing in the NBA like LeBron, um, <laughs> even though he's, you know, obviously spending a million dollars on his body and his nutrition. But um, I know we've talked about, your your risk of injury increases okay. on so many games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's a factor. Um, but also too, you're when you play, you're only going to stick to your strong suits, right? So yes, you're never going to expand on or do anything that you're bad at, or obviously that gets you in trouble. Meaning turnovers. Um, which is yes. probably going to lead you sitting on the bench, um, you know, and 
that's going to take, again, time away from you doing anything. And now you're wasting time just sitting. You're not getting individually yeah. better. Yeah. Um, so those two right there, I mean, are so the mileage, huge. the mileage on the body. And then the second part would be that they're um, that they're sticking with their strong suits mm -hmm. in the game. Mm -hmm. And I completely agree with that. Um, when we talk about sticking with the strong suits, right, we've we've already said that, you know, um, kids are going to stick away, you know, try to steer away from um, any mistakes or failures. Right. So if we were to dive a little bit deeper into just that, I think the biggest thing that parents need to understand is that if I'm a kid and I'm playing on, let's just say, we'll be polite and say two different teams. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I've got a team that I'm playing on, um, on this day. I've got practice on this day. I've got, uh, games on this day and chances are they, they're not. Sometimes you might get lucky and they'd be on the same day, whatever. Um, but that's your time throughout the week, right? Games, at least one game for each team. Mm -hmm. Although it's, Many times it's multiple per week and then you have your practices. So that's multiple hours where they're only sticking to the things that they're strong with. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I think the biggest thing that the parents need to understand, not only. Well, yeah, they're sticking with their strong suits, but. They're hiding all of the things that they're not so good at yep. that you probably wouldn't even know mm -hmm. right you might be able to understand um i'm sure we've all seen kids that aren't really good with their left hand so maybe they might start going to their left with one dribble and then continuously cross over to the right yep. but they're getting buckets yeah <laughs> but what is that gaining them in the long run right right mm-hmm so we've got to figure out if we can take away some of the time that they're spending on the games and the practice throughout the week. Yeah. And now we can focus on the things that they're not good at. Mm -hmm. That's where we can start to have them get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yep. And well, start developing as a player. Yeah. 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 And, well, start I mean, growing. And, and think about it too. Like, we don't we don't have to spend time on things like we don't have to spend time on their dominant side right so usually in my sessions we spend um i would say half the time on the dominant side than i do on the non-dominant side mm -hmm. um, and it could go back and forth too because if if let's say you know let's talk let's just talk about a player who's right hand dominant they can't pick up, they can't do anything in a skill session right-handed, but they get it instantly with their left. Mm -hmm. It's because they have a lot of bad and good habits on their right side. Yes. So on their left side, they have no habits, good or bad. So it's easier to learn when you don't have any habits, mm -hmm. right? So then when they once they learn it on the left side, they go back to the right and they're like, oh, I, just, I, I understand what I was doing because my non-dominant side picked it up right it started to click so Which, not to cut you off but that same ties back to um 
the older kids versus the younger kids, yes, right? Yes, so yes, that yes, the yes. older kids have those those habits, quote developed. unquote, bad habits habits developed, mm-hmm. or what the you know this is the right way to do it. So it's harder for them to go backwards and try to learn or change some of those than it is with the younger kids that kind of have that like a a clean slate. Yeah, I, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What I mean, well, like imagine like if there was a, a running ticker of how many doors you've opened with your right hand and there's a other ticker of how many doors you open with your left. Mm-hmm. And if you're right-handed, that is probably, the, the number is astronomical higher yeah, yeah. Than, than your left, yep. right? So you want to kind of equal those out. Mm-hmm. So at a young age, you can do it. You know, you can keep keep the steady line, mm. keep the steady line of- That right, ticker's low. Yeah, that ticker's yeah, low. Yeah, 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 we're equal. Um, but yeah, so like in my sessions, right? So- you know, we might spend, depending on whatever we're doing, we might spend half the time on, on the right side and more time on the left. And even I, I've done it before or they the players simply needed it. We spend half the time on their non-dominant side because their dominant side needed more Needs time to, to figure it out because you got to work out those those habits. And again, you're, you're not going to build a, a good habit or a bad habit in an hour. No. Right. But the more time you get to spend on it, the more time you find the joy, you find you you get to work through the challenge. And just ultimately you're gonna start to see those if you, the more time you spend on it, those mm-hmm. bad habits starting to windle away. Mm-hmm. Um but um but yeah, I mean that's that's I mean, when it comes down to it, you, you want you want both sides to be equal, equivalent yeah. to yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. Um so we 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 kind of got sidetracked on on that part, which was good, much nece- necessary. Yeah. Um, but the AAU part. So how let, let's talk about that again. So we, yeah. where where do where do we put that? Like what what is a good time to do that? Um, I think for one, I think every kid's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for the most part. Middle school is where there may be sixth grade, maybe fifth grade. Um, you could start to build some kind of um, – I don't want to use the word experience again, but you start to get a feel. You allow them to start to get a feel of what it's about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What it entails. What – you kind of get out of your area, your local area, mm-hmm. and you can start to to feel what other areas have to offer. Sure. Now, here's the challenge with that. I think a lot of people at that time would join an AAU, quote unquote, an AAU team, which is not really an AAU team. They're more of a travel team. Yeah. So they're they're staying local. They're playing, you know, the 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 local, quote unquote. AAU teams, mm-hmm. which is is fine, but you're lacking you're lacking the experience of seeing the other kids out there, right? Right. So you're you you start to develop this false, um, basically is like the false hope of being good at yeah basketball. <laughs> this false idea of how how good how good your, you are. your child is. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I run into that all the time. It's like, and I'm sure you do. Mm-hmm. It's the the parents who believe their kid is really good, but 
unfortunately, they've only compared them to the kids in the area. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Or a lot of times what I'll do is I'll, I'll if they when they tell me that I'll ask them, you know, well, where where what teams they play for or what travel team, what area, where are they where are they playing at? And just by giving the the area that they tell me that they're playing, mm -hmm. I get a I get my answer right away. I get my confirmation or my validation yep. of, OK, yep. this this is one of those situations where it's uh, probably a false, yeah. a false negative. Well, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. well, that's OK. So one thing that I love that New Jersey has and we had a, a fellow St. Peter's alum in mm, Hoop Lab. We did. Uh, the other night, which is pretty cool. So um, shout out to Randy Holmes. Yeah. Um, the, the, who the, listens. And we who gotta listens. Get, we're going to get, get him on here, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, Randy's a good guy. But one thing that I overheard him talk about was um, he put his son, um, who's in eighth grade, on a travel – or on a AU team uh, during the middle school year. Um, and and w where I come from, from Michigan, uh, like I said, like, I don't know if it's, I don't even think it's still a thing there, but there's not really any AU teams in the middle school season. So it's really only out of season. Mm -hmm. Like usually... Mm -hmm. I would have to. I would have to say I'm 95 percent sure <laughs> that when it's basketball middle school season, every kid plays on their middle school team. Yeah, which can and there's only an A and B team, right? And if you're seventh grade, you play on your seventh grade. If you're eighth grade, you play in your eighth grade. There's no like combined. There's if you're a sixth grade, you you can't make it on the seventh grade because it's literally just a seventh grade team and an eighth grade team. That's, which is that, that's weird, by the way. I don't know, but. So we used to do it in football. We called it 78ers. Yeah, so they combined yeah, 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 yeah. the seventh and eighth grade, but they broke away from that because the seventh graders weren't playing. Mm -hmm. So to give them, I guess, equal time, yeah. you're playing your own level and you're playing more. Yeah. Right. Um, so I can see it from that point of, you know, if every kid is playing at their same grade, you're playing good competition, you know, you don't really need the AAU. Um, but again, you're not really traveling outside of your circle or your yeah. area. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you have your conference or whatever, but you're only really playing those kids. Mm -hmm. Um, but one thing that I love that New Jersey does is they, ha they, you can travel or you can go to an AU team and, and play outside of your area during the middle school season, because really when it comes down to it, and I know we talked about this before when middle school coaches, they're not really in, they're not in it for basketball. They're probably in it for the paycheck. They're in it for, um, you know, extra activity, whatever. Um, and their main focus might be soccer or, and, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you, as a basketball player, you want your coach to be, you know, not just sitting there on the bench and just coaching while you're sitting, because mm -hmm. how, how can, if, if I love basketball, I, I need energy or like I bring energy, but my coach over there is just sitting down with his legs crossed. Like where, yeah. why, why am I going to, why am I going to bust my butt? You that know? goes back. That goes back to what we talked about uh, a couple of pods ago about, you know, the environment, right? Mm -hmm. um, just making yeah. sure that the environment fits whatever your path is. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, going back to your point, I think if you are going to try to dip into the AU, try maybe around the seventh grade around yeah. if you're in New Jersey. I mean, if you have it, um, 
I w- again, try. Um, it might not work out, but at least you're getting out of your area. You're learning how other players play. Those pl- Your kid can pick up things from other players. Um, just let your kid yeah. be a visual, like just absorb so much. Yeah. Um, and experience, you know, different different things. You know, I, I know like like you said, you know, there's not a lot of people that want to drive, but to be the best, I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta drive, you gotta make that commitment. Yeah. That's the um, biggest that's the biggest thing is is um like you said, you we hear that a lot. It's like uh they have uh, a lot of parents have that um with, for lack of better terms, that driving restriction. Right. Yeah. If it's over thirty minutes, then it's not really yeah. uh their thing. Um, but which definitely I understand with these gas prices, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, you have to understand like what they're, you know, what, how many sacrifices are you willing to take Mm -hmm. if that's what your child wants to do? Right. But, and, and, you know, it goes back to it, like just stick, if you could just stay on one team and just individually develop. I'm telling you, it will it will get there. It will yeah. it will, it will yeah. only get better. I mean, it can't get it can't get worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're doing the same training, it, I mean, you're not going to get worse. You're just going to stay at the same level. But yeah. and um, the 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 funny thing is is well, it's not funny, but <laughs> you laughed. It's the, funny. <laughs> the the irony is is that you know the kids that kind of um, you know follow that that guide or that advice. They blossom. Yeah. They really blossom. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, if, if if people only realized who they were, I think that they would really follow suit, you yeah. know? Um, so maybe that's I don't know if that's our fault or or what, but um And that's the thing, you're not even gonna you you're not even gonna know that you blossomed, right? Your parents yeah. might not even know. But other parents are gonna know. Obviously, we will know. Yeah. Um. Because you, it, it's very visible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, it's to you. It's not yet. It, yeah. You won't notice it you until, won't. um, until it's until it's time. Until really. it's really, really <laughs> right. So there's gonna be there's gonna be increments, right? Yeah. And you're not gonna notice until that increment is like max. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and I say this, I. I I I may have said it on the pod, but I know I've said it to you before. It's kind of like, um, you know, watching your child grow. Dude, I was just gonna say that. right. So it's it's like watching nice. your child grow. Yeah. Parents of a child, you I mean, you guys know. Like, how many times does a parent come up to you and say, "Wow, they're getting tall. Wow, they're they're getting so it, big." And the response is, "They are really <laughs> yeah. like what?" <laughs> because we see them every day, so we can't see that yeah. incremental change, mm-hmm. right? So the same thing applies to um, basketball. Same thing applies to skill. Yep. As parents, we're not going to see it right away, but other people will notice. And they'll bring it to your attention, man. She's really getting good, or he's really getting getting good. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, really? <laughs> well, that's the funny thing about like kind of like you know our our business is a lot of people, a lot of new people will come in, and we always ask, you know, hey, how'd you hear about us? Uh, word the word to mouth uh, from this. Mm-hmm. Well, what made you ask that question? Because that player. Obviously, if you've been playing with them forever, 
like this year, wow, I can see a difference. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go to their parent and ask, hey, what have you been doing? You know, it, yeah. it it's right there. Like, the, the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Just like you said, yeah, uh, yeah. With, with the with the height thing. But um, that's that's literally our, our response is it's word to mouth. You know, yeah. oh, I got your number from this or I got, you know, your Instagram from here. And well, obviously something's clicking. Something yeah. is getting better, you know, so. Yeah, no, that, you're absolutely right. Um, let's do this. I really like that that we've kind of broken down that first part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to jump to a part two. I want. I want to. I want to. I want to hold some of that because. Do you want to do a long distance jump or a high distance jump? Mm, high jump. I, I just want to do a high jump. A high jump. Yeah. Cause I think I, I think I would be good. You can do a little dunk. <laughs> I can do a little dumb, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I want I want people to, I want parents to to really reflect on what we're what we've discussed, yeah. right? Just at that age level, really sink in, let it absorb what we're talking about, and think about it because there's so much that we need to cover within this journey. I don't I don't want to cram it in, but let's. Let's let's this episode sink in. Mm. Um, what I would really like to do, what we'd really like to do is let us hear your feedback. Yeah. Let us I want to know why is it that you play on multiple teams? What is the thought process? Did we did we were we right when we talked about mm-hmm. that I was ninety five percent sure? <laughs> <laughs> um let's start the dialogue. Let's get the conversation going so that one, we have an understanding, um, and then we can help you determine whether or not what that's the right, yeah, the right path. You might, you might be on the right path. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but let's do that. I like that. Um, it's suspenseful. Yeah, like I'm like at the edge of my seat right now. I can't wait for what uh, we're gonna say next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it'd be cool though. Like you know, having a list of questions, you know, from you guys. Um, and we can definitely discuss them because, I mean, you know, we, we have make, our, We should make that part of the show, right, shouldn't we? We should have a phone. Oh, the the the, the phone is lighting the, up. Hello, the, caller. Line, <laughs> line one. one. Whoa, why are we saying, bro? All right, if you guys are only listening to us, me and this guy wear the same wardrobe literally every day. We say the same thing right, right to a T. Literally. Uh, he wants to be like me and I want to be like him, so. And... <laughs> And he finishes my sentence. Sentences. <laughs> wow, oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> oh man. So yes, let's do that. Um I do I would like to make that part of the show. That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be dope. Um just different questions and stuff like that. Or maybe even just well, you know start we should jotting do down is, some of the questions yeah, that we get throughout it, the, the week. Yeah, and even we could start going live on some mm. uh social media. That'd be cool. Mm. Mm. Well hello. Mm. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, well, well let's well, um, let's put this as a part one. Yes, we'll come back next week with a part two, um, we'll and dive about, into uh, the, the older kids. the older kids. Yeah, like it. Um, let's go in that order um, and, and see where we go. I like it a lot. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. Damn, uh, I, was, I was late on that one. <laughs> <laughs> cool. uh, well, this concludes the f- the number ten. 
Yes, double digits. Double digits. Be sure to follow. Hit us up. Give us those questions. And again, we'll check with you next week. And strut yourself. Strut yo uh, peacock feathers. Peacocks. Peacocks. They're marching, marching down, down the field. Peacocks. peacocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Nobody's even going to remember what that's from. No. Nope. So. And if you do, I'll give you a free Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> We got to come up with. Uh, we got to come if, up with the rest of that song. Soul Pack shirt. Soul Pack. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Soul Pack. If you, if you guys if, have not you, got your backpacks yet, Hoop Lab and Soul Pack bags mm, are the way to go. Let's go. Let's go. What uh, you got to say about the shirt? Uh, Give it away. Oh, yeah. We got some Soul Pack shirts to give away. That's right. Yo, and they're fresh, too. They are fresh. Mm. And they're comfortable. Fresh as a clean, clean. Mmm. <laughs> All right, guys. Next week, we will get with you. Yo. Episode 11 next week. Whoa. But first, what happened to peace? Peace. (laughs) Peacocks. Let's drop them down.